0: A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Episode 11 or something like that of the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Nailed it. Is it it actually 11? Yeah. Yeah. It It is is. okay, and we've had eleven real episodes and six or seven mini episodes. I think. How have we
1: only done eleven episodes in one year? It's almost (laughs) a year.
2: It's almost a year. Yeah, but we've done. But when you count the mini episodes too, yes.
1: Yeah, thank God for the mini episodes. That's all I I got to say. Wait,
0: so are we coming up on a year of doing this together?
1: Yes, in October, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was October. It's our first. Our first one. I was in Montreal, Canada.
1: That's Montreal. right. Montreal.
0: <laughs> <Oui>, we Bonjour. <laughs> Montreal, oui. Ah. Como, como se va?
2: No le reno. Oh oh.
0: Oui, <laughs> oui, Monsieur. <laughs> oui, oui, Monsieur. What do you got to pee? So I was just gonna say you need to change your pants.
1: Why'd you have to remind you me? You your just pants? To
0: press record.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With well, now that we've had a lot ins- insulted all of our possible French listeners.
1: French Canadian. Yeah, the worst
2: type bon of
0: Oh
2: my gosh. Justin, why would you say something like that? Say what? <laughs> Didn't I even to- hear you. I will try to convince people that you said that. I don't have any problems with c- Canadians or French Canadians. Or any Canadian for that remember
0: matter. When, <laughs> do you remember when there was a big thing about freedom fries?
1: Yeah, that was kind of funny. That was preposterous. Oh. Well, anyway.
2: That lasted long.
0: It's been about a month and a half since we've recorded together, huh?
2: Yeah, it's kind of sad. I miss all of you. This is so how bad it is. I'm starting to miss time. Nolan.
1: Yeah, that's when you know you're sunk to an all new low. <laughs> well, I,
0: I'm just gonna bring it. I'm just gonna bring it up. Um, in our mini episode, Nolan, when we were talking about like having relationship with priests, you said, "Yeah, that's why I would love for my kids to just have have a good priest role model like that, Father Sean." So then I ask you, Father Sean, have you ever been invited to Nolan's house for dinner?
2: I have. Been told that I I would that that we at an invitation should happen, but the actual invitation has never actually happened. Does that make sense? So
0: what's the, what's the deal? What's the deal then,
2: Nolan? Nolan first says small, he wants me to small, come small. over, but that's <laughs> never I actually
0: invited that... <laughs> me.
1: When I listened to that line, I knew it was going to come back to bite me. And you <laughs> know <laughs> But but. Perhaps I'm just waiting for the right time.
0: I think think maybe this. I was going to say, this episode, you you guys should just open your calendar books and figure it out. There's
1: an open invitation. I don't work with open
2: invitations. Because a
1: more formal formal and direct invitation is long overdue.
2: Okay, I could get on board with that. It's been at least a year in the making since Poland.
1: Yes. It, it's, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm That's not offended in any way. For those of you who don't oh. actually know us, all three of the people who listen who may have never met any one of us, I actually, we all actually get along with Nolan very well. Let the record...
0: Good. Good!
1: Figures that that part would cut out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you losers. And it's worked. Well, I'm, I'm glad the cat's... I'm glad the cat's out of the bag on that. You guys will work. And then that will be a whole episode of how dinner went. That'll That's right. Great. Dinner at
2: the Reynolds house. Dinner so, at the
0: Reynolds with the son that bears my name.
2: And the one that bears uh, my name. I'm
1: not, sure if, I'm, I'm not sure if Father Sean could, could last. If he can't take my kids interrupting a, a podcast once or twice, I was going to take them interrupting dinner. Or, or a phone interrupting oh, we got our a- podcast. Our first interruption right on here. <laughs> the Hampton Bays
0: are
2: calling. What do you think? Should I answer?
0: That's fake. Call That's from fake. Hampton Bays. This is the Bays first time Justin's
2: what? phone has interrupted us.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm at I, our I, parents' house, so I,
2: I don't really I don't want to know what off. they have to say. Now we're gonna hear them Well if the, we get the, a
0: message. Yeah. Or maybe it was fake and they hung up. We'll it's find a perm- out. Oh no, what's That's happening? Cool. What's happening? Oh, There's all sorts of feedback. Things
2: are worse than ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anyway, how have you been, Nolan?
1: I've been great. I've been great. I just had a uh, two uh, mini vacations with my family that were awesome last week. So.
0: Mini That's episodes, good. mini vacations. You're all about...
1: I'm all about the mini stuff. I don't have time for Ready anything where
0: you have to really commit to.
1: <laughs> Although I had a nightmare situation at the end of my trip to chicago i spent 24 hours in the airport because of flight delays wow and that was like purgatory right here on earth
2: everyone's been having fright flight troubles that i've been listening to or hearing from public transportation
1: in general right now in this area is no good so yeah it's bad news
0: well between LaGuardia and the railroad how you getting anywhere
1: Exactly. Good question. Your own car.
0: And that today is our topic. <laughs> transportation. Summer of hell. transportation. So here's another question for you, Nolan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We made a bet. Well, we didn't make a bet, but did you listen to the mini episode you weren't on? Because that was the first one you weren't on.
1: I did. I loved it. I told, I told Father Sean that.
2: And I told oh, you, you you were going to
0: listen. Me. I knew he was going to listen. I just wanted to ask. I'm still a fan, man, at heart.
1: <laughs> just because I'm on it doesn't mean I'm going to stop listening. Are you <laughs> watching TV, Justin?
0: No, I'm not. It's just freezing every once in a while. No, because so. I
2: hear like, something going Which on in the background. Candy movie are
0: you watching this week? <laughs> <laughs> this week is planes, trains, and automobiles. I was just going to say tired. that. Like, oh, <laughs> in my head. Transportation. How you get to point A to point B on Long Island? Go, Crossfire, go. Go! There's a uh, construction across the street. Okay, life in the suburbs, I'll tell you. Across the street or in the living? Anyway, zone? father. <laughs> across the street. Well, that might be someone uh, mowing the lawn or something. I don't know. You probably won't pick How'd up. How would your son's the soccer room? game go today? Uh, I was just practice,
1: and it was awesome. He loves. He likes practice. He's not into games.
0: It's practice. <laughs>
1: We're practice. talking about practice? We're, talking about we're not talking about practice. a game. We're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice.
0: Father Sean, how have you been?
2: So the last episode, we talked about the priesthood, right? I'm going to give you an inside yes. look into the priesthood. As one of my priest friends once described the priesthood, he said that we're part of the leisure class. Because oftentimes you could have Stuff that nothing's going on in the middle of the day or in the early afternoon or whatever So I had one night where last week um, Since when since from when we recorded this I it was a Tuesday night and I did not have anything to do I had nobody on the schedule and the, uh, the, the So I was free so I decided I was gonna go see spider-man homecoming And uh, I've seen all the Marvel movies, all the MCU movies in the theater. So I like the I'm I'm a person that's about streaks. And one of the things that is good about being a priest is that like you don't have to go with anybody. You could just kind of go by yourself. And I I don't I used to feel uncomfortable about that, but not anymore. So I saw Spider Man and I liked it very much. And because I went earlier in the day, it was um, not that late. And then I was like, well. I kind of want to see Wonder Woman, too, because I hadn't seen that yet. So I just went and bought another ticket and saw <laughs> Wonder Woman right after I saw Spider-Man. Yes, but before he made this decision, he texted
1: me and asked if it was, you know, it was okay that he did that. Like, he was trying to justify, like... And I said, heck yeah, if I was in your position, I would do the same darn thing.
2: I, I, just, I, I don't know, part of me, like, second-guessed <laughs> myself. So I was like, I texted a couple people, Nolan included... Like, what do you think about this?
1: I think I think the fact that you you that across your mind that this might be pretty uh, either nerdy or lame or um, embarrassing of me to do this, I think the fact that that crossed your mind justified it. Like, if if you just went right into it without that thought crossing your mind, then I think there's a problem. Because <laughs> then I
2: don't realize that it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, you were willing to admit it.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think I was doing something morally bad. That's not why I asked the no. question. <laughs> yeah. But it, right before uh, so. I left to go to the movie theaters, are you wanted opinion, to know if it was a bad look? Yeah, that's exactly like like. Am I going to lose cool points for this? Yeah. <laughs> I just sat through two hour, two two hour movies
1: by myself, and, and to which I said, "No, you won't lose cool points." Which. May in turn actually make you lose real cool points. <laughs>
2: in, in the <laughs> eyes of, in the eyes of the world, I'm not yes. a good judge of those things. But in your, uh, all I care about is the people that I care about the most. And you're in the <laughs> top 100 of people that I care about the most, Nolan. You I might, that you high. might huh? scratch. You might scratch top.
0: You don't know 100 people. if you invite him over.
2: <laughs> oh, if you invite me oh, over, God, that of That just... definitely puts you in the top 50.
0: Okay, maybe even top 30. Yeah.
2: Let's not get crazy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so,
0: what um have you ever what was the last movie you've seen alone, Nolan? Or have you ever seen a movie alone in the theater? Yeah. I never I've never been to the movie theater alone. Really? Nolan. Yeah. So you think you're better you think you're better than everyone, so you're trying no, to say. No, no.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I've I thought about it before, but I've never, uh, I never went,
2: went there. It's, it's much I, like ironically, go ahead, Justin.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> I ironically, the last movie I saw alone was the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Really? Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah. That was a bad it movie. Wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't terrible.
2: It wasn't, it was so mediocre that that's what makes it terrible. It was, yeah, no, it's, it's awful. But
0: I think when you compare it to Spider-Man three, it was good because Spider-Man 3 was awful.
2: I think Spider Man 3 know, was so
0: damn is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I
1: think yeah, yeah, Spider- Spider-Man Tony Maguire is you follow it infinitely. up with that. Tony McGuire is still infinitely better as Peter Parker than than Andrew Garfield was. Andrew Garfield
0: is too cool. But how was Exactly? How was the new guy?
1: I thought he was good. Me too. I, I think he, he might be really the best good. at balancing both playing Peter and Spidey.
2: Yeah. I also I don't think that uh spider-man homecoming was the best spider-man movie but i think it was the one of the better marvel movies to come out recently
1: yeah i think i think it I fits wonder, for, the, though, for the universe now
0: i wonder if you watch the toby Maguire one again now if it has replay value it does it definitely the first does. two the first the first two, two definitely yeah
1: there were some big mistakes with with all of the Spider-Man movies. That's the if if you're if you're asking me that there's there's huge mistakes in every single Spider-Man series. But I think for like, just like the spirit of Spider-Man, it's the first the first trilogy. Despite what, the fact that the third one's terrible.
2: Well, the, this movie I wouldn't even really call a Spider-Man movie. It was a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was different. But um, what what would I mean? You said. Big mistakes. What would you say were big I mean uh, Toby, Ma- uh, Toby Mac, I'm <laughs> Toby Mac. Uh, Toby, <laughs> Toby McGuire. Toby oh, yeah. McGuire is like <laughs> he's like 40 years old in that movie, playing a high school student. That that's a problem for me. But um I now my I don't read comics. I, I've I mean I have read some comics, but the ones that I've tend to read are like Shh. things like Watchmen and like the like big things. Um yeah. like I didn't follow serials. Um like right. But I watched the Spider-Man cartoon growing up, and that to me is the best. Which one? The one from the 80s? No, the one from the 90s.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, the fo- the one on- that was on Fox. Yeah, that's a
2: fantastic cartoon. Yeah. So, I I I that was my introduction to Spider-Man. So what? I mean, not to, to completely. That's a pretty good introduction. What? So what would be like a big mistake? You said big mistake. For my own curiosity, well, I think,
1: okay, so for me, the biggest mistake from the first trilogy is probably um, Green Goblin's costume because he looks
0: like a Power Ranger. Th- that's a common, you know, I was talking to a friend last night and he said the exact same thing.
1: Like, like, and and the movie was good enough where it, it, it was forgivable, but it's it's a pretty huge mistake, and a better Goblin costume would have made that movie even more.
2: Epic. You you get very concerned about these kind of things. I do. Which I understand. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's in the seminary who hated the new Spider-Man movie because it wasn't a Spider-Man movie, which I totally get. But my other friends were ripping him apart about it. So I heard someone describe on another podcast that they described it as if John Hughes directed a Spider-Man movie. That's what the new one was like. And I think
1: I think the director pretty much came out and said as much. Like it was as it, in a lot of ways it was a little tribute to to John Hughes. And that makes sense. Secret Fan. And and honestly, I was fine with it because I thought it worked. That's right. To bring it wow. all back.
2: And plane strains and automobiles. But anyway, you said you were saying that you were fine with that. Why?
1: Because I, I thought it worked. I thought it was cool. I thought um, like seeing Spidey kind of like, you know. Um, in like that uh you know more suburban area suburban areas like was was different it was and i thought um like the way he moved like hopping from house to house was kind of cool on a new way to show off his abilities yeah. so i was fine with it
2: the other thing i would say i don't
1: is... like that i don't like that aunt may is like super young i like i like my aunt may on her deathbed
2: that's that's someone else <laughs> said <saying> that
0: too <laughs>
1: like what? for me that that's the aunt May, May. the Aunt May i grew up with is like almost gonna die every single issue of the comics
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the way you, she should never actually gonna... die but she always she should always be about to die
0: so she should, uh, you, you should always be worrying that aunt may's gonna trip and fall one of these days exactly like
1: that like all like looking good like like Wearing makeup, that should be the least of her worries. It should be like how is she gonna get from the bedroom to the living room? <laughs> how is she gonna fix herself a sandwich that day?
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Her hip her hip is in constant uh, uh,
1: danger. Oh I used to love the, the issues where Spider-Man would visit Anime in the hospital. She'd be hooked up to all kinds of tests, like uh, tubes and stuff, and <laughs> Spidey would come in through the window. That's that's the way I remember Anime. No,
2: nope. I will tell you this. One of the things that bothered me the most about the new Spider-Man is he called her May. He didn't call her Aunt May sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah. That's disrespectful.
2: That made me mad.
1: I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's the the, you the seen... moral of the story, there's no perfect one.
0: No. I mean, there never will be. And the moral of the story yeah. is the the new Peter Parker is disrespectful.
2: Well, he's a True. punk kid. Did you That's see? Uh, is he? Did you I, thought see I thought he's a good kid. He's a, well, I mean, I yeah, did not he's see a
1: Dunkirk kid. yet. You guys did.
0: I
2: did. Yeah. I saw it. I
0: saw it twice. But he saw it twice. So you didn't like it. People this time. So that
2: was good. Yeah, I saw it <laughs> twice. I, I I hated it so much that I had to see it a second time. <laughs> no, I loved that. And movie. then you realized
1: you were completely wrong. <laughs>
2: yes. Well, so I I feel like I have to. Have you? How many movies have you seen by yourself, Justin? Only a couple. I've only seen superhero movies by myself. And at this point, the count went from four. So I doubled it last week (laughs) because the first time I had ever seen a movie by myself, I was uh, supposed to see civil war and I was going to hang out with my friend and, uh, uh, he has weird work hours so he gets a lot of days off and nobody's around so he just goes to movies by himself um, so he was like he, I felt like he was like the emperor from, from Star Wars I went to go hang out with him and see Civil War and he was like I can't he, he lives in an apartment so he couldn't see it because the superintendent was coming to fix something so he couldn't leave he had to be with, always within 30 minutes to, to be there otherwise it wouldn't get fixed So he um, he was like, I can't see. And I was like, I really want to see the movie. He's like, well, he's like, just go see it by yourself. And I was like, I don't want to. I've never done that before. I don't want to do that. He goes, you can do it. He goes, just embrace it, just embrace it. And, And once you do it, it's like you're free and it's liberating. And then you will never have that stigma again. You'll always be able to go by yourself. So I did that afternoon after I left his house, I went back and I just saw the movie by myself. And then the next movie I saw by myself was Logan, which was awesome. Uh, and then Captain America, I mean, not Captain America, Spider Man, and then Wonder Woman in the same night. So you're not and that you excited. What do you got going on tonight? Which movie day? are you going to see alone tonight? <laughs> Actually, the funny thing about tonight is we're all going to a Met game. That is true. But not true. together. That's right.
0: But will, will you sit with us, Nolan?
2: <laughs> um,
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm going with Father Dave, so if I have an opportunity to b- bail on him, sure.
2: He's pretty boring. He doesn't he listen, so we could say whatever we want about him. I know. Is it Talk about freeing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our la- last question in this realm. Would you ever go to a concert by yourself? No, we already know Nolan's too good for that, so he was probably going to say no.
1: No, you know what? I probably would, because most concerts I would want to see, nobody would want to come with me anyway.
2: <laughs> like all like the who? bands
1: and and like all the bands and artists I'd want to see, like I I don't even know anyone who listens and would want to go.
0: So yeah, I'd so give myself. me give me an example. Give and I would an cry example. myself to sleep. Don't say
2: Nickelback, please. Don't no say God back. no. Oh my God.
0: Who who would you want
2: look to look see
1: that crap. no one else would want to see? Um, I really, although they don't really play concerts too often, is The Innocence Mission. They're like my uh, favorite. And you've never heard what of them, right?
0: No. Um, All right. Well, there you go.
1: They have some songs on the soundtrack of uh, the uh, uh, what's that movie about the the three guys who are homeless for a couple uh, days in the city, and then they go to Peru. And oh, uh, to the human human experience. Human experience. Yeah, they're on that soundtrack. Are a they times Christian? Ago. They are like folk, alternative rock but they are christians and they have a really incredible christian album called Christ is my hope but they're um you wouldn't necessarily know it by all of their music
2: justin would probably go with you even if he doesn't They have, know they it. have a
1: song in Empire Records too you know that movie
2: I know that movie but I wouldn't call oh, yeah.
1: So they're awesome. I'd go I mean, with if you like that kind of stuff Yeah you might be one of you might be the first one I ask because you're probably closer to my musical taste than anybody so Justin would basically go to any m- live
2: music event,
0: and plus, yeah. he's down with the DC talk. I'm down with the <laughs> talk. I would. I wouldn't go to a country music event if someone said, thank "Hey, you. I have a free, t- if I have a free ticket to see Luke Bryan tonight at Jones Beach, what are you doing?" And if I had no plans, I would say, "No, thank you." I. I, I wouldn't yeah, go to that either.
1: I'd rather wake up with my face onto the carpet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you go
2: to a concert alone Father Sean
0: no
1: Not, not no concert really? would you go to alone
2: no I can't think of one
0: so I actually have a funny story with this the Don't only worry. time I ever ever lied to a youth group kid was in this scenario so well, we made it day, about what like 15
2: few- minutes before we mentioned youth ministry <laughs>
0: yeah, the Untitled Youth Ministry Podcast. Um, <laughs> I still think that's funny. Anyway, when I was a youth ministry I still don't. And I was, I was hip and cool, and I knew about the band 21 Pilots before anyone else did. I bought a ticket to see them in the city, and there was this one girl that went... Um, or liked 21 Pilots as well, because her older sister liked them. And she was going to the show with her sister and her mom. And I mentioned that I was going too. So her mom called me that afternoon and was like, hey, I have an extra ticket. Um, Did you want to invite someone? And I said, oh, no, uh, I can't really find anyone to go. And then she's like, well, you're going with someone, right? And I said, yes, because I didn't want it to be this pity invite that I, I go with them into the city and the whole nine. So I said, yes, where I wasn't going with anyone. And then the night progressed, and I, I just stood alone. I didn't, wasn't looking to hang out with them, but I, I texted them and said, I'll, I'll come by and say hi at the end of the night. And then I left, and I said hi to them. And then the girl in the youth group said, well, where's your friend? And I said, he left already. And she said, okay, good, because if you were here alone, that would have been sad. <laughs> 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 I love that story. <laughs> And, oh, and that's part of fantastic. me is like, thank God I lied to her, but then now I feel bad. So recently, Maybe I she didn't listens. see her, but I saw, saw I saw a bunch of her friends, and I told her friends that that's, I lied to Trinity back in the day, and they thought that was hysterical, oh. and they were going to tell Trinity, but I haven't heard from her since, which made me which made me think they forgot to tell her. That makes sense. So,
1: or or they told her and they sense. decided together they to not never talk to you again.
0: They're never gonna talk to me again. Cause um, it was sad. I felt very guilty, but again, I'm glad I did it. And on that note, let's take our first break.
2: So, so Justin. Yes. yes. What have you been up to since the last time we uh, <laughs> recorded?
0: That was so unnatural and clear that we had planned that.
2: We didn't plan that, but <laughs> I just said it. Normally, normally you do the uh, welcome back thing, but I thought since we already talked about how sad your life is, that I didn't want to make it sadder. That you you uh, made the segue to your own uh, topic. To ask yourself what you've been doing is much more depressing. Which normally
0: happens.
1: Allow myself to introduce myself.
0: (laughs) Easy. Myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went on the DC Talk cruise, which was a hot topic a few weeks ago. And it happened. And it was great. And people loved it. I had a lot of fun. I wore a Hawaiian shirt and sailor hat the whole time. They did three concerts. It was a huge success. I ate too much food. I ate a lot of pasta. What was the cruise was line? That? MSC, Davina, something like that, which that no sounds, one apparently ever food, hears of, but
1: the food was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Cause we had, we ate at Lemuse, which was an Italian restaurant. So I ate lunch and dinner there every night. So usually I had some type of Italian food sandwich, such as, chicken parmesan or meatball hero and then at night i would have a pasta and a salad and the whole nine
2: nice how about them apples
0: and people and people people no, he loved said italian the, uh, food. yeah i said pasta not apples people loved the concerts so it was great and,
1: and did you like did you like did it like stop anywhere or just cruise around
0: it stopped in uh the bahamas so it stopped in Nassau for a day and then a private island off of Nassau for a day and then it went back to Miami. So it poured out in Miami. Fantastic. I hope they do it all the time. I, I don't think they will, but if they do this all the time, that'd be awesome.
1: That would be awesome. If
2: but Now, I if I, I wanted to go will. on something like that, would, would there be a way that you could get me on so I wouldn't have to pay? Maybe, maybe you. Yeah, we'll see. What'd you say? It might be a
0: hot, it might if I said maybe you, we could see. But this it might be a hot ticket now cuz it was so successful.
2: Right. It already but, was but, a hot ticket maybe. But let's say like like if I had to sell merch then would that be able to get me enough cachet to get on for free?
0: No, I don't I don't it it doesn't work like a concert, the cruise. Okay. So you I would have to be granted a plus 1 and then I would have to choose you to be my plus 1.
2: Ooh, well, tough choice: Yeah, but then you would have mass every day. ooh
0: then I'd have mass every day, but I would probably have an angry girlfriend
2: or let's make if sure you know, she's wife who knows Let's make sure she's busy then
0: okay, so we'll do it they'll do it during a uh a busy season. Which she listened to in epi- two episodes. she liked the mini episode but didn't like the regular episode.
2: Yeah, she said if she wants to listen to us talk to each other, she'll just hang out with us.
0: That's what she said. I and I, I said, well, you don't that. hang out with Nolan, so. Uh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, she's like, oh, you, all, all you guys did was talk about oatmeal. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're talking about bagel kits.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. that did, we forgot to mention that on the mini episode about Steubenville.
1: What do we forget?
2: To talk about how Kathleen told well, us.
1: Well, this didn't even, even happen air yet, the
0: Steubenville episode. It will, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, after, after people listen to this episode, there's going to be a mini episode summing up the Steubenville conference to follow. So Kathleen is a bagel kid, I guess?
2: No, Kathleen has a bagel kit.
0: Yeah, she's really upset about it, too.
2: Yeah, because she didn't realize it was a problem until we mentioned it.
1: Right. And good good to know that she takes whatever we say as... Uh... As gospel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the well, gospel according to Magaldi.
0: Well, I'm looking forward her, to hearing that episode.
2: When she when she uh, mentioned um, that, she said she came up to me. I said, well, Kathleen, I, it's... It's not a big problem, but it is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the it's not the oh. worst thing to happen, but you should still be upset about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's not the end of the world, but it's not something you just brush under the rug either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Step should you be need taken. To monitor. You need to monitor yeah. at least. Yeah, Step I mean, who knows? You,
1: it start, what starts as a bagel kid could end up in all kinds
0: of uh, trouble. <laughs> Ain't that the truth,
2: buddy? <laughs> I didn't take you for a bagel kid. Speaking of bagel
0: kids,
1: um, it's a lot of serial killers thing. started as bagel kids.
2: Serial <laughs> <laughs> killers! I see what you did there. <laughs> it wasn't <here> on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> that's
2: how it starts you start by killing cereal and then and then you go on to becoming a bagel kid and then you and then you oh, kill oh, greater life forms
0: kills. that was good oh, man. well I was gonna I was going <laughs> this is a good segue <laughs> I was also gonna talk about my air guitar competitions and I would say I would I would say maybe 90% of air guitarists are bagel kids <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spud Boy Spud Boy's definitely a bagel Spud kid Spud Boy is a bagel kid
0: <laughs> There's uh, no way Spud Boy listens to this
2: Well, Even oh, if he man. did, I think he would agree Sp- Yeah, he probably, probably would He's probably eating a
0: bagel right now but you're, Spud are you're very wondering. self-aware Spud Boy's very self-aware He only air guitars to Devo songs That's And he it? hasn't
2: gotten better in the last five years
0: the last, I've been air guitaring for about five years now. Wow, that's, that's sad. That's a real thing. So explain <laughs> a real, a real ex- thing.
2: first explain what uh, air guitar is and then explain what, what uh, Spud Boy is.
0: So air guitar, they do – it's a national uh, organization. So they do about 25 to 30 qualifiers every year throughout the country those 25 or 30 qualifiers lead you to five semifinals and then they take the top three from every semifinal and then put them in the national championship and then the national championships the winner of that goes to finland for the world championships and then the winner of that is crowned the world air guitar champion
2: make so, sense
1: uh, are they are they the only ones like is there other are there other air guitar organizations
0: uh, I, air guitar uh, throughout the world yeah oh yeah there's about 12 or 13 countries that do it okay now so United so States how far Japan Taiwan England Finland Canada so how
1: far did you get in the United States
0: so this year, I placed second in the qualifier, which got me to the semifinal, which I won the semifinal. So I was within the top 15. Where was that? 15. That was in Brooklyn, New York. Qualifier was in um, Nashville, which I lost to Mom Jeans Genie. And then Mom Jeans Genie competed in Philadelphia. I competed in Brooklyn. I won Brooklyn, a.k.a. the Northeast semifinal so i was within the top five or six air guitarists technically in the country and then i got invited to nationals which i could not attend because i had work um i had to go to new hampshire instead so i did not i politely declined but it turns out that the lady that i lost to in nashville is now the u.s air guitar champion
1: really so you in your mind you're runner up
0: uh, yes and no, because there were there Who were some heavy competed? hitters at nationals.
2: Who came in second? Well, that?
0: Uh I don't. Uh, the Marquis from Chicago. He's very good. And then good. Romeo Dance Cheetah, Romeo Dance Cheetah came in third. He came out of retirement and was third place.
1: Well, is, is this so. something you would you would pursue in the future
0: to to finally win the elusive title? See, I've been invited I went to Nationals one year and I came in 6th or 7th. 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 And then the following two years I couldn't go to Nationals, but I've been invited. And then this year I won to get I I was going to get receive a stipend to go and perform, but I couldn't. So I would like to go to Nationals again. I would like to go to Finland. But it's gonna be tough to get there. there's a lot of good competition the only way you can, I could also the only way you could go to Finland is if you win the whole thing well you could well I could go to be on a
2: dark horse
0: a dark horse on my own dime uh it, it's, the only way you could go on the u s air guitar's dime is if you win um okay, so they book your flight in a hotel and stuff like that um but nothing else. so I could book a flight in a hotel on my own and try to go to the Dark Horse and perform in the worlds um which is a dream of mine. For being honest. It's a dream of mine. If I couldn't could do that two alone two cents.
2: If I could add my own two cents, yes I would say some. don't ever go to worlds unless you finish in the top three at nationals. That's fair. That would that would be my but
1: otherwise you're just a poser. I'm sorry guys. I'm just thinking of uh
2: Monsignor McDonald saying,
1: Ah guitar! I to he
2: would be, he would not approve of this, especially some of the unsavory characters that show up to these kind of events.
0: Yeah, there's some oh, unsavory man. there's a lot of so I said there's a lot of bagel kids.
2: Yeah, but bagel but being a bagel kid in an unsavory character is not necessarily the same thing. Right. That's true. You, that's you,
1: very you, true. I, I prefer the bagel kid over the unsavory character Right: A oh, bagel kid can week.
2: become an unsavory character if he's not monitored, which is why Kathleen needs to monitor her child does she listen to the the podcast
0: nolan
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm recording okay buddy (laughs) what
2: happened put him on nolan put him on
1: okay justin you want to say something in the microphone put him
2: on nolan (laughs) you guys sure are you guys sure yeah
1: all right justin what do you want to say to everybody who's listening (laughs) there's tens of people listening what do you want to say
2: um
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
1: Um a frog noise. A frog noise? What frog says who? Oink. Oink oink, what noise is that? <laughs> <laughs> a frog doesn't say oink oink, wow. <laughs> now I'm officially the Every worst parent ever. Time.
2: Yeah, What are you gonna say? Mm.
1: Right, okay. you to, you um, to a monkey. Monkey. A monkey. Do a monkey noise. Go ahead. Okay. Whoa!
0: <laughs> That's not a monkey. <laughs> <You're> a monkey. <laughs> All right, bud.
1: I'm like on the bed.
0: All right.
1: Later. See you later
0: poop.
2: poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Did he just say you can't see me poop? <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> 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 oh, the best part about all this is Nolan has his mic muted right now. But in the actual recording that he's going to send me, it's going to all be unmuted. So I'm going to be able to hear all of that in its glory. Yeah, you can do whatever uh, with it too. I guess. Did he say? Did he say, oh, did you, did he say you can't see me poop? He
1: said you can't see me, punk. Oh, punk! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. How, how could you hear that? Because you unmuted it for a second. Oh, and okay. then you yeah, remuted you, it he said he said, "You can't see me punk, <laughs>
0: oh I thought he said you can't see me poop that that too <laughs> I guess I don't wanna see him poop, <laughs> so that makes sense no, the- nobody does
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man. all right, I think we we take a breather now, that yeah, that's awesome yeah,
2: I think that was a good way to end the segment.
0: So the last two mini episodes that were released where one was about vocations and how lay person can support vocations. And then the following episode was about um, what is a priest and different things to educate the listeners about the priesthood, uh, both scripturally and practically. Um, So I was thinking of this as as a good topic and this goes for both layperson priests whoever it may be uh when we say the our father we say these very important words thy will be done um so we're basically saying that lord whatever it is that you want us to do with our lives let us know so we can live that out um which is a very tough thing to say and it's a very tall task i think um so my question was how do we know that we are doing what the lord is willing us to do so for example um like uh you could pray you could pray the prayer with a job where you're like lord i just want to get whatever job that it is your will and you think that you have the right job and then the job falls apart and then you're like well, I thought that was the one. Now what? Or it could be that. It could be someone entering into the convent or the seminary. It could be all sorts of things. So I ask you, two holy men, wh- how do we know? Do we know? What's some advice to
2: for us to be in tune with that? I would say um, one of the first things that when it comes to discernment, there are a couple of things. That I think have to be the starting point. So one would be if you're trying to discern something, the first thing you need to do is if you have any kind of habitual kind of sin, especially if it's like serious or even mortal sin, you got to work on those things first. I mean, the simplest example of that is mass, right? If you don't go to Mass on Sundays and you have a hard time going to Mass on Sundays and you're trying to figure out what God's will is in your life, well, His will is that you go to Mass on Sunday. So start by doing that. And then from there, start by tr- trying to do the little things that God wants you to do. Avoid bad and, and try to do good. And with those kind of things, uh, you know, then I think we could start discerning the greater will. But the, the simplest answer to that question is the more that you know God, the more that you're going to know what he wants in your life. So, like, I, I mean, you and I, are, have, have, I've known you your whole life, Justin, and you've known me your whole life. Uh, so I know you pretty well. So I know that if, if I were to do X, Y and Z, it would make you mad and you wouldn't want me to do that. Or if I were to do A, B and C, then you would want me to do that because I know you. So the more we know the Lord, the more we kind of know what the kind of things that he would want from us. And then uh, one of the other things I would say is um, when it comes to things like like a job, like you mentioned. Um, so recently, w- within the last couple of months, I had like a couple of things that come up, had come up both um, uh, at the parish and at the college where that I work where it just seemed very confusing to me because I thought I was doing what God wanted me to do and then things weren't working the way that I kind of thought that they would. But then part of me realized, you know, talking to my own spiritual director and stuff like that, is maybe God didn't want the things to work but still wanted me to do them so that I could learn something from that. So, uh, when it comes to like the little things, I think that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be like, I took this job. I thought God wanted me to take this job and now I'm miserable. Well, maybe he did want you to take the job. Not that he wants you to be miserable, but from being miserable from that job, maybe there's something that you can get and learn from that.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And if I'm being honest, actually, I'm pretty bad at this lately. Um, just, uh kind of discerning what god wants and and what's from god and what's not from god but i would say uh, the times that i've felt most on track so to speak most with it um i've noticed uh that when you do the will of god you get moments of great joy um and you get moments of peace and i'm purposely leaving out happiness because i'm not sure that's the right word to describe it. Um, right. definite mo- moments of of real joy that could only come from God even in the midst of some crummy stuff and yeah. and peace peace even in the midst of, midst of trial too like you know so like you know for to use your example of of having a job and then being miserable in it um maybe you know being at at, at peace with uh with leaving and moving on um, and being at peace with being back to square one, um, you know, finding a, finding a new job, uh, you know, things like that. I think I think that's when when God has spoken to me and 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 given me assurance that I'm I'm on the right path.
2: And I think for all the people that are listening out there, you might want to check out. Uh, uh, there was uh, a German journalist who has done a couple of interviews with Pope Benedict even before he was Pope Benedict. And the last uh, interview he did with him is called the Last Testament, and it's uh, it, it kind of like it talks about uh, the the end of his papacy. It talks about his his life, what how he got to the priesthood, and and kind of like you know almost like a little bit of um, a biography. But he talks about discerning um, retiring as the pope, and just hearing this very holy man talk about it was something that like really helps me out. Um, and just because, you know, there's always going to be a certain level of uncertainty. Um, but one of the things he mentions is you don't want to leave things in like a state of chaos because then you're running from them, right? So right. obviously the church wasn't perfect at the time that he left, but there were a couple of scandals and things that he had to deal with that he saw through the end and then and then left. So like right. um, just his his willingness to do the will of God is just something that's very inspiring. And me explaining it won't do it justice, so I would recommend people to check that out.
1: And that, that's a really, really important point, and, and one that I needed a reminder of. like um, to, not, to make sure you're not running from something, and you're actually running to what God wants you right. to do. And I think um, in our human nature, we can very easily you know, I know I've done it myself. Like said, well, this isn't working out and things are not good. So this is a sign that God wants me to move away from it. Right. And that's not necessarily the truth. It may be, but I think generally speaking, um, God would prefer you see things true through, you do your best, you put your, your best foot forward to, to, um, you know, do the best with the situation you've been giving and given in the circumstance you've been given and leave it better than, than it was before. Um, that's that's just uh, what I'm thinking right now
2: yeah and 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 the same thing like we're called to embrace our cross so the misery that uh, you know in the hypothetical situation that you created right if you were miserable where you're at but at the same time you know like I'm supposed to be here and see this through if you're running from the misery because you're thinking oh well I could get a better job and I'll be happy at that job so I'm gonna run away from this job and you know, or the, you could be miserable at a job and be like, I have to leave and 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 it's going to be worse when you leave because you don't have something lined up right after then. Or you are going to a job that, you know, you're not going to like as much, but, you know, that's what you have to do like that. That kind of thing can come in as well.
0: Sure. So um, here's here's an a- interesting question specifically for you, Father Sean. Um, it within while you were in the seminary obviously that it, it's a tough process um, just because of all the studies and things of that nature uh, and I'm sure there were times that you were like maybe this isn't for me uh, because you w- might have been thinking about exactly what you said not to do like run away from the hardship or whatever it may be uh, which is I'm, I'm sure has happened with people who were called to be priests that have left the semir, seminary and such or re-entered or just never re-entered, whatever it may be. So what did you do specifically to stay on track with that?
2: I mean, it's a lot of like prayer is a dialogue with God, right? So I think very, yeah. very simply, you have to keep asking him, Is this, is this what I'm supposed to do? Is this where I'm supposed to be? And within the seminary, there are aspects of uh, pastoral life where um, you're able to do things in a parish or hospital ministry or something like that and that gets you out of the four walls of the seminary. And it's those moments where you're doing um, priestly things that when you like those things and feel comfortable doing those things, then it, it to me that was like a sign from God saying... You're going to like this kind of stuff. This is what you're supposed to be doing as a priest. You're not supposed to be in the seminary your whole life. And then it becomes, what are the things that I don't like about the seminary? And then it's like, am I angry about uh, stuff at the seminary? Or am I not happy because I'm not where I'm supposed to be? And then, you know, those are things that you discern. And in prayer, you can start to see like, okay, I don't like the fact that I don't like the food, right? But is that really enough of a reason to leave because I don't like the food or I'm tired of writing papers or this this person is, is, uh, you know, hard to deal with at this moment. So am I mad about that? Then always you have to figure out your state. Right. If for me personally, when I'm tired is when I'm less tempted to want to do something. So like if I if I have like a few days that I haven't gotten a lot of sleep, like even now and something happens at the parish like I'll be like, well, I, why am I not even bothering with this? Cause it's beca- and then I realize, like, wait, wait, hold on, I'm tired, and that's so I gotta wait till I'm in the right state to kind of to think about it. Does that answer the question? It's 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 like a t- it's a tough thing to kind of. But that sense no, of no, I peace, thought that ans- There's a sense of peace that's there, even if there's no happiness, or or not as much happiness well, I think as you would like.
0: You answered it with the one the prayer thing and what you said before to be in in a s- state of grace specifically when you're discerning things but you dissect your the act the priestly activities where for me and probably Nolan too cuz Nolan had a big job transition and obviously I did too um it was kind of through prayer and you kind of evaluate like what well can I see myself doing x y and z forever or is it time in my life that I, I should challenge myself and do this and do that and that all that kind of stuff. So I think that was a good answer.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of different factors. And I, I, I like that you brought up the fact that, um, you know, working with somebody like for your case, you were talking about maybe living in the seminary with somebody who you don't get along with, but like, it could be in any situation be like somebody you work with or somebody you live near, like, is this where I should live? Um, you know, where you, uh, you know, someone on a team. Um, I think people and who we work with and who is in the circumstance and the situation with us can really taint um, whether or not, um, you know, this situation, this this circumstance is meant to be and we're called there by God. Because um, first of all, there's always going to be people in whatever circumstance, whatever job we're at that we're not going to get along with like that's just always going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Like we're never going to be somewhere where everyone gets along great and you know we're all just walking on clouds. It's it's a perfect uh, situation. So um and at the same time people, you know, I think I think God would sometimes put people in our lives who we don't necessarily see eye to eye with who we don't get along with for a reason. And um so we we can't let little things like you know this person doesn't like me or you know i am not a i'm not a big fan of the way this person carries himself to be like the deciding factor and and um whether or not we're, where we're supposed to be
2: right and then uh, other things determine uh so like i have a friend um who uh who Always did like all of his jobs tended to be some kind of ministry, whether it was like something like a campus minister or something like, uh, you know, working for a church in outreach like or, you know, working for a nonprofit organization that's like Catholic or, you know, like that kind of stuff is all the stuff that he did. And then as he got older and and those jobs uh, weren't enough for him. To support his family he realized that I, he, I have to make a sacrifice and work at a job that I may not like have any kind of like investment in um, but at the same time it, it needs to be done because I need to care for my family and when I say like investment I mean don't mean to say like he's lazy but like if you were going to work for um, you know like like the, the power company right obviously people need power there's nothing morally wrong with that, but it's not necessarily something that you're going to be excited about, like, you don't believe in the there's not like a higher calling for the power company, right. or like you know, like that kind of thing. So, to do um, a job outside of ministry related stuff was something that was, was tough,
1: and um, and, and I, I think like the family part aspect of it um, also changes a lot of things because I think one way to tell if you are um if you are are doing what god wants you to do is is it helping your vocation whether your vocation is to married life or the priesthood or um single life um whatever whatever you're doing whether it be a job or just where you live what you're involved with if it's from god it'll it'll make you better at your vocation and it'll make you um It'll draw you closer to God, and it'll help you grow closer to God. For me, like, when I changed from parish ministry to, to campus ministry, a big part of that was that I'd be I'd be able to have Sundays with my family again. And so that decision, I don't know if I would have made the same decision had I, had I not had a family, you know, because um, once I had a family and I had kids, and, like, Sundays really became... Um, really about being with them at church and not with you know teenagers um, and so that was like a, a huge factor and I think my my decision was what God was calling me to do to to move on from that parish job um, made me a, a better father because I was around and S- Sundays became our our day for God and family does that make sense?
0: Makes sense yeah. to me. Well, I think that was a good, good conversation and topic and something that could be discussed again, right?
2: Maybe with a guest.
0: Yeah, with a guest. Uh, I I Maybe mean, you bit... could
2: talk about this ad nauseum.
0: Oh, well, we wouldn't yeah. want to do that, to our listeners. No, we don't. We don't want to. Yeah.
2: We don't want to beat this topic to death. <laughs> we don't
0: want to. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be away for a couple weeks, so. This might be this episode and then a mini-episode or two in between the next time we're uh, all together.
2: Well, then I'll say to everybody, God bless you, and then maybe we can get uh, a guest uh, so that we keep this this podcast alive.
0: That's right. Do that. um, we'll see you at the Met game, Nolan.
1: Yeah, see you tonight, guys.
0: Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Dominus Metz. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.